Hello, I would like to comment on yesterday's episode before you start listening to Brian and True today. Dude, I have a big problem with you comparing my 1984 LGM figure to that Mego figure. The Mego figure looks like hot garbage. My LGM is the best LGM figure that's ever been made. I have the, uh, the wonderful long hair, the body shape that is just perfect, the blue boots, the blue trunks. I don't know how you could rate it so low, but if I see you, I'll squash you like a grape. On with the show. Hey everyone, this is 80s wrestling fan Brian, and I'm on a, uh, a really cool adventure here with Drew Venzel from Tales from the Estate. We're doing a full week of morning shows at the uh, request of Tim from Pulling Up a Chair, and uh, this is our Wednesday episode. Drew, how's it going? It is going great. We've made it to hump day, so I, I hope you're doing well, and I'm excited to uh, see what this day brings us. Excellent. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, the, uh, the figure on the, uh, on the schedule today is going to be superstar or superfly Jimmy Snuka. Um, but before we get there, uh, I just wanted to ask, um, I, I, we talked about hot wheels before and you put out a tweet where you discovered this entire box of WCW branded Hot Wheels, and it looked amazing. I'm just wondering if uh, if your twin boys, um, if you gave them to them all at once, or if you're just giving them like one each at a time, or how those WCW Hot Wheels are going over with the boys. So what happened was... I found them all. They were all in an old shoebox in my garage. So I brought them in and they got a nice bath. So I washed them off. And then I, you know, I went through to see, first of all, what all I had. Um, and it ended up being almost 80 cars. And then I went through and I said, okay, well, which do, do any of these have broken pieces or anything like that? Cause the kids are still very small. Um, and so then I took what were, you know, in good enough shape to give them. And I thought were sturdy enough, weren't going to fall apart or no broken pieces. Um, but they got them all at once. They just got dumped on the floor and they play with them daily. And it's always interesting to see, cause I'll, you know, I'll be, I work from home, uh, but my office is upstairs. So I'll come downstairs, you know, during a break or something. And, you know, I'll walk over to one of the kids and they'll have a car in their hand and I'll look to see. And the other day it was diamond Dallas page. You know, the one had, Oh goodness. I don't I think it was barbarian. Like they've, I've got their random it's nineties WCW and there's some interesting names. They're disco Inferno and Ernest, the cat Miller and all these other people that you're like, wow. Yeah. They were in WCW. Very cool. Do, uh, uh, do they get along pretty good when they're playing with their cars or do they get off in their own little area and, uh, and play just by themselves for the most part? So 90% of the time they play nice. But for the most part, they do kind of play by them by themselves. They'll play together like we have a slide in the living room and they like to play on the slide together. But uh, Rocco is is more in tune with the cars. So he'll just sit and he has he'll go on the windowsill and he'll just line up his cars and just move them back and forth. And he's content and he'll do that for hours. Um, Cole, he'll play for a little bit, but he's uh, he's more of the like he needs the TV. And that's kind of what keeps his attention. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I. Uh... You know, growing up in the '70s, I was glued to the TV, so I can understand the uh, the screen being uh, being what it is. We'll take a uh, real quick break, and uh, we will be right back with more of Drew Vensel and Legendary Wrestling Figures. 
Yeah, Macho Man Randy Savage here, and I uh, got a little problem with Groove Vencil. Yeah. First lady of professional wrestling is uh, Miss Elizabeth. It's not Caitlin Vencil, so uh, you uh, you need to back off. But uh, I will say, anybody that hasn't listened to Tales from the Estate, check it out. Freak out, freak out. It's one of the best shows going. Yeah. Ho, Hacksaw Jim Duggan here for Andre the Giant sings karaoke. How about we hear greatest hits from artists like Johnny Cash? When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son, always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns, but I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry. The Cure! I don't care if Monday's blue, Tuesday's gray, Wednesday too. Thursday, I don't care about you, it's Friday, I'm in love. Bob Dylan! Whatever colors you have in your mind, I saw them to you, and you see them shine. Near across my giant breast beard. Lou Reed! And the camp from out on the island. In the back room, she was everybody's darling. But she never lost her head. Even when she was giving the head, she said, Hey, baby, take a walk in the wild side. She said, Hey, babe, take a walk in the wild side. And the color goes, Do, 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 Nobody's safe from Andre the Giant when he gets on the microphone and starts singing karaoke, tough guy. Ho! Have you ever heard of Wrestling Figure Database? Oh, yeah. I use yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I, I just, great uh, guy. yeah. I wanted to talk. I, I believe it's Dylan at Wrestling Figure Database. I just wanted to talk about his site real quick and uh, make sure you knew about it. Um, uh, quite a while ago, when he was just starting it up, I sent him some uh, variant pictures of LJNs, and, and he posted them on there, so it was really cool seeing those on there. But I meant to shout him out yesterday when we were going over the SDCC stuff, because I, uh, I used his website heavily, and I appreciate what he does on there as far as uh, uh, chronicling and cataloging all the different wrestling figures out there. It's just a, an a amazing effort that he's put forth, and... Uh, and so anybody that doesn't know about the wrestling figure database, you got to check it out online. Dylan does just a hell of a job. So, yeah, I mean, really, if you're a, a wrestling figure collector, uh, you owe Dylan a debt of gratitude because he's taken all of the work and he's done it for you. And really, um, you know, there's nothing else like it. And it's as complete as I've ever seen. So, you know, I think he's joked before when he's been on shows that it's, you know, 97 percent complete. But uh, even at that, 
that's a, an insane amount of work that I, I can't even imagine that went into the research and the pictures and everything else. So, uh, yeah, if you're a wrestling figure collector and you've never checked out wrestling figure database, please do. Definitely. The, uh, the other one I wanted to talk about was, um, uh, there's a website called the history of WWE, WWE.com. And, um, I don't know if you've ever checked that one out yet or not. I've heard it um, from listening to kind of like the wrestling podcast, but I, I don't think I've ever personally used it now. So if you get a chance, um, if you get a chance to check it out, like I say, the history of WWE.com has results that are just, I can't believe somebody has gathered all this information in one place. And, uh, and it's something where you can basically go year by year and you can see uh, the results day by day, like from the A, B, and C cards of uh, 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 events pretty much any day in history. And he also has all these newspaper articles that he's collected and put together. Um, so the history of WWE.com, that's what I use when I'm doing my little daily tweets about this day. And, you know, I, I show a couple of LJN figures or figures from different lines and say a match that happened in history. And it's basically me scanning through that, uh, that website and, and looking at different results over the years and, and, and making just a, a match or two that a day that I'll, I'll put up because of it. So I just want to uh, thank uh, the history of WWE.com for being such a cool site. Yeah, that's awesome. And so that leads me to asking you, wow, what was the, uh, what was the first live event? If you can remember the first live wrestling show that you attended. Survivor Series 1992. Wow. So you were four years old? I was at the Richfield Coliseum. And uh, I saw, uh, you know, what turned out to be a, a replacement in the tag match. Um, it was supposed to be the, you know, ultimate maniacs. And then it ended up being um, Savage and Perfect against Flair and, and Razor. But... Uh, kind of what got me on that evening was uh, it was the Undertaker and Kamala in the the coffin match is what they it wasn't a casket match yet it was a coffin match uh, and that's when I kind of fell in love with the Undertaker. Very cool, and it wasn't uh, were you I don't know at four years old were you scared by Kamala no. or the Undertaker? Not no. at all. <laughs> no, I, I was a weird kid. No, I just I it was kind of yeah, um, just kind of fell in love with it, and I just thought it was so cool, and I. That I always thought he was cool after that. Yeah, kind of never left. Yeah, if I remember right, it was uh, Undertaker, uh, Ultimate Warrior, uh, Shawn Michaels, and then uh, and then your dad liked Bret Hart, if I remember right. But yep. uh, but yeah, that's uh, quite a foursome. Um, and then and did you? Oh, I was just going to say it was actually uh, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels for the title, and so that was when Bret had that first initial run in late '92. Um, you know, and then, you know, who would have known, you know, a few years later, the, the matches they were going to have and the feud they were going to have. But, uh, yeah, so looking back, it was kind of an interesting card, uh, for my first time, but I do remember, uh, those are kind of the highlights that I remember at four. You don't remember a ton, but I definitely remember the undertaker. And I remember, um, really not even being disappointed that the warrior ended up not being there. Cause I didn't know as a kid, um, because it was like, I saw the undertaker and that kind of, that's all I cared about afterwards. 
Well, also, it's just it's pretty amazing to have a card that's uh, a pay per view that that's your first one. And then the other cool thing is, um, you're four, but you can go back and you can watch that anytime you want. You can, yeah. You, you know, so that's that's cool that you can actually see what happened. So even though you might not remember it the best, you can you can fire it up and and watch it on uh, on TV. So very cool. Yep. Um. As far as the uh, the next LJN figure in the lineup, uh, wondering what you think of the Jimmy Superfly Snooka LJN. So I like this figure. I do. I think you look at it and you know, okay, that's Superfly. Now I have a couple beefs with this figure, though. I don't like the pose. I if you're gonna have Superfly, you got to have him in a pose where you can do a splash. Um, I've never seen anybody do that flex while doing a splash. So that just is odd to me. Uh, and the face is not the best. You take that away. I think this is a good figure. I am going to give this a 3.8. All right. 3.8. We uh, write that one down. And I remember you said you did have it as a kid. I never had it, but uh, um, and I still haven't the, found uh, it because I want to say yeah. it's got to be here somewhere. Oh, it'll turn up someday. Yeah, yeah. One of your boys will come out of the attic right. and be like, "Hey, <laughs> no, there it is." Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, very cool. So, uh, getting over the hump day. This will be a uh, a fairly quick episode. What I want you to study up for before tomorrow, though, is I want to do a top five um, movies of John Carpenter, and so. Uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, he's either your favorite director or one of your favorite directors, right? Oh, he's one of them. Yeah. Oh, he's one of them. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. I can do that. We could do a top five. Yeah. I'd look forward to that. Very cool. So, um, I will, uh, I will put my list together and we'll go over that and we'll also go over the junkyard dog LJN. Um, before we get there though, uh, I do want to, uh, uh, give a couple of uh, quick shout outs to just guys I've seen on Twitter. Um, one of them asked for uh, some advice. One of them just uh, showed off what they were doing, but uh, a couple guys that have gotten into painting LJN. So one of them is uh, Mike at Lawns Figures. Um, he's at Lawns Rasslin Figs on Twitter, but he did a, uh, a custom resin repaint of Hulk Hogan in the rip gear. So I just want to give him a shout out and say, good job, Mike. Uh, the other is uh, Mike Sem. So I got two Mikes that are uh, attempting these uh, these uh, repaints. And Mike did a uh, custom Warlord and just did a heck of a job. Um, he didn't. I, I got that on a DM that I got to check it out from him, but uh, I don't think he'll he hasn't shown off on his feed. But I just want to uh, congratulate people that are jumping into the hobby and say good job for taking a shot at it. It's uh, it's a little daunting when you start painting these things, and and it's. Uh, it's cool to see people getting in there and, and giving it a shot. So, yeah, um, so, so great job on your warlord, Mike Sem, and great job on the rip, Mike at Lawns Figures. And uh, anybody you'd like to say hello to or shout out? I am going to shout out. We talked about him earlier, but um, I'm going to just shout out the Stolen Gimmicks Wrestling Podcast. I, you know, this is a wrestling centric podcast. So uh, I think some listeners of your show may have some interest in if, if you still watch current day wrestling, I think you'll like it. And it's just two buddies that love to talk wrestling. They both are very knowledgeable about the product. And so they talk about uh, WWE and AEW. And I believe that they have a, a link tree. I'm not 
100% in tune with how that works. But I think if you uh, go to their link tree, it has all of their different social media accounts and, and you can kind of follow them there. Very cool. Thanks so much. So uh, for the uh, Wednesday of our week long uh, morning show day, uh, just like to say thank you to anybody out there listening and uh, shout out again to Tim for the idea. Uh, Drew and I will be back on Thursday with another wrestling figure rating and a top five John Carpenter movies. So thanks again, Drew. Thank you. All right. We'll uh, talk to you all later. Thanks for listening and take care. Place my order. Hello, sir. Thank you for choosing In and Out. What would you like? Yes, I would like 16 double double no onion. I would like 13 double double animal style no. Uh, I still want the grilled onion. I don't want the uh, the full onion. I would like 12 double double protein style. I would like. Uh, let's see here. Seven chocolate shake. Five vanilla shake. And three strawberry shake. And I would like 14 of those of french fries. Let me read that back to you, sir. You want uh, 16 double doubles, no onions. 13 double doubles, no onions. Animal style, 12 double doubles, protein style, 7 uh, chocolate shakes, 5 vanilla shakes, 3 strawberry shakes, and 14 orders of french fries. Yes, that, that'll do, that's fine, I don't know if it's right, but that sounds good to me. Yes, that, that comes out to... $197.42. Okay, sir, do you want to eat this in the car or you uh, want it to go? What do you mean to go? Everybody orders in the car. How how you do it to go bullshit? Just give it. I want it in the car. I eat one way home. Jesus. Yes, 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 no problem. No problem, sir. We get that for you. Just just pull, pull forward. Okay, okay. I don't understand this question. People will just put it to go. I mean, how you drive home now eat? You order all their food in it, uh, have a little snack on the way home. Ridiculous. Back to what I was doing. Little more practice. And now, then the new. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do